I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. Starting there, uh, I saw that tweet yesterday about the uh, the attendance from uh, MLB Communications. Saturday's games drew 596,775 fans. The numbers are hard, dude. You think reading words is hard? <laughs> numbers are way harder. Uh, the largest one-day total for an MLB crowd since 2019 traditional opening day. Yesterday's average crowd was thirty five thousand one hundred and four. <clears throat> you you want to know? You want to know who you can thank for that? Uh, I would like to take a moment to thank the Oakland A's fans who showed up <laughs> yesterday and the day before yesterday mm-hmm. to the Bay Bridge series to the that's finale of the Bay Bridge series because that's what it was, Jared. It was two days of thirty five plus thousand fans. Yeah, watching the Bounce. Oakland Athletics baseball franchise perform baseball activities on the baseball field. Mainstream media the, doesn't want to cover it. It was the day. Yeah. Mainstream that's right. Media. Mainstream wants to just forget <laughs> about it, Joe. And mm-hmm. mainstream just wants to tuck us under the rug. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm here to not let that happen. So shout Why out. The, do they get rained out on fanatics. Friday? Why didn't they play on Friday? Just a little two game piece. Little. It was a very rare a Friday fr- off day. Yes, very rare Friday off day. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, this has really been like uh, when when my wife and I were looking at the schedule of like when we would really like this fucking baby to come. <clears throat> All-star break would have been like at the end of all-star break would have been great because it's not like I would have been missing, you know, the, the amount of games. And, but, but this is a decent spot in the schedule because we've had just random off days. Like we had an off day the other day. Now we're going to random Friday off day, but it's very weird to have an, a, a Friday off day in the big leagues. Very weird. 
You just don't. You just don't have. It's like a Sunday off day. You don't have those. No, I had. No, I had. No, a, no. I had the first Sunday off day, in, or the first Sunday of the NFL season as an off day. My rookie year in Detroit. I've never Fucking, heard or seen a Sunday off day before. Yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> Uh, the attendance figures in in Oakland. And mm-hmm. by the way, normally, if if I Pulled open up. the show with a subject and Dallas tried to make it about the A's, normally I would be like, "All right, Dallas, <laughs> shut the fuck up." He's actually not wrong. That Saturday game against the mm-hmm. Giants, where it was Tell probably ninety eight percent Giants whoa, whoa, fans. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tell the people the attendance at Saturday's series opener in the Coliseum. In the Coliseum. 40,065 fans. Town and then they followed that up with 31,605 fans on Sunday. Boom. <clears throat> Boom. But I mean, that you're right, Dallas. Saturday's attendance figures largely, we can thank the Oakland A's yes. uh, for hosting a San Francisco Giants fan party. No, you can thank the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. For having a, they host a party every time they play. Jerry, that's out in the treehouse. Right. I don't know if you saw a video of that, but that place was fucking bumping. Right, that's what goes down. That's what goes down in the town, Carabas. Yeah, yeah. People just like it's it's kind of like the, uh, uh, you know the the presidency and and the, and the presidential races and the and the speeches and you know crowd shots. Like, you know, both sides were saying, my crowd was this big. And it's like, oh, well, uh, your crowd was actually this big. It's like, I feel like that's what's been going on in Oakland. And we're finally getting we're finally getting the truth out there. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> so shout out to A's fans for making that yeah. uh, completely random and meaningless stat possible. Uh, I just got a tweet. Maybe you agree with this. Maybe you don't, Dallas. Uh, you are the least likable fan of any sport of any team. Like, I hate the Red Sox because of you and only you. You're everything that's wrong with America. <laughs> Can, oh, my God. That just washed over my soul like a ray of like a ray of golden sun parting yeah. through the clouds sent by the baseball gods themselves. Mm. Wow. Who said that? Uh, it was in Twitter egg. Okay. Obviously not a real person would say that, but obviously uh, not a real person, huh? Real yeah. humans don't have those kinds of feelings. No. no. Uh, I feel like that's a very um concentrated thought from them. Yeah. They felt that. Be like, what's your sister's name, dude? They felt that. Tell yeah. us the real reason why you mad. Mm. Mm. He, he might not be. I mean, I I can understand it. You could you could turn some people off, Jared. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I get that uh, I'm not everyone's I'm not everyone's style, you know, Joey, am I your style? Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah you I got, appreciate you, that, dude. You got good style, brother. Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, gee, are, are you too done? <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm I, I started with you. I'm just crowdsourcing opinions. Oh. Jake, do you agree or disagree with that tweet? That's a hard disagree for me. Thank you. <laughs> That's a hard disagree for me. <laughs> Thank you. Did you want to ask me? I already did. You said it oh. fucking blew your soul or something. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was like a spiritual blowjob is the, the said, phrase that you used. <laughs> Close. You did say Close. that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like <laughs> yeah. they were. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they spoke to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's good. I'm happy for you. Uh, did did any of the series that were played this weekend speak to you? Because, I mean, I, I know there's 
There, there are a couple oh. of premier series that were played. Mm-hmm. I'm more or less asking you where we should start because I think, you know, depending on where you live geographically, well, both are pretty big stories. No, they're they're great stories and they are large stories. And we told you to pay attention to both of these series because mm-hmm. of the storylines that they represent. And <clears throat> I, you know what? I'll throw a third. I'll throw a third series in there. None of them. I mean, all of them were won convincingly, but I will throw Yankees Cardinals in the mix here. Okay, I thought you were going to say A's Giants Bay Bridge finale. No, 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 no. You overlooked that. No, I mean I'm surprised that you would want to go there because they didn't win a fucking game. Well, we don't have to talk about it. I just yeah. thought you know. That's, no, we'll get to it. We'll get to um, it at the end. That's fair. That's fair. Yankees Cardinals, you can throw that in there. I mean, w- why? Because you're watching. Well, a couple first place teams going head to head, and you're watching the Cardinals, but you're watching Paul Goldschmidt just mm. for for whatever reason. If nobody else was on the train. Mm. Aside from me in February, which that's yeah. fine if I was early, it was um, more of a Nolan Arenado showcase. If we're being honest, but well, that's no. Uh, I, can no, we talk, I, I think mean, it was. It, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm okay. not debating that. I'm okay. not debating right. that. I'm All not right. debating Thank that you. it was a Nolan Arenado showcase. Thank but you. what I'm saying Thank is, it's also given way to fans like some of those on the East Coast who were like, "Ah, oh, Cardinal baseball. I fucking watch Cardinal baseball." Well, now you do. Now you did. You, you probably got enough Cardinal baseball in your life to last you the rest of the fucking year after what the Cardinals did, but. Goldie MVP role, Nolan show out. I mean, it was it was great. It was great. It also shines the light on where the Yankees are at. Um, if you look at the records today, what are the New York Mets looking like? Hmm. Um, are you trying to imply something, Dallas? No, I'm just. Did you make any I'm observations just, that you're trying to weave your way towards right now? I'm just making I'm just making simple observations here. That's all these okay. are are just simple observations. And I'm thinking about things that were being screamed loudly earlier in the season. Really, it feels like just a couple weeks ago, you know, mm-hmm. still beating that best team in baseball record setting team drum. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like that drum has faded considerably and, here. And, and, and it's almost, to your point, it's almost Dallas. The, the the mainstream the mainstream media hasn't want to talk about this and I hand up it is my job to know this and I was not aware that the Mets caught the Yankees you didn't know that no I until right now when I just looked at the standings that is the first time that it hit me the New York Mets mm-hmm. have caught mm-hmm. the New York Yankees the and- Dodgers caught them first more important. That's true. The Dodgers they're blew past them. They're doing better than both. Well, that's that's the thing, though, is the Dodgers in everybody's mind, regardless of look, regardless of how hot the Yankees were, the question was automatically sustainability. And that's not a shot at the Yankees, because when you're playing that good a baseball for that long, they do. They, well, can they keep this up? And they did for a large part, but but now they've come back to earth, and it feels like I don't want to say they've come crashing back to earth, but it's it's been a a speedy uh, a speedy downslide back to normalness. Um, these other teams, the Dodgers, mm-hmm. it's not it's not about sustainability for them because we've known about the depth, and that's one of the hallmarks of this team. And you're getting performances a la a Tony Gonsolin that have just helped them kind of stay afloat even in the wake of you know kershaw and 
like, hey, you're going to need to answer that question mark. That's gonna, someone's going to have to slide in there. Here comes fucking Dustin May. And <laughs> I don't know what that's. I mean, it's just. The Dodgers were expected to just continue to be this fucking good. All right. The Yankees, I don't want to say that they weren't expected to be good, but they were on a roll for a long time. And now they're not on a roll. And the New York Mets, when you look at them, you're thinking if you look at the Mets and you look at the Yankees, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a matter of what one side has, what the other doesn't. I think you have to look at what the Mets do have in totality. And it feels like the New York Mets check a lot of boxes, man. Mm. Check a lot of boxes. How many boxes? A whole fucking lot. Mm. A whole fucking lot. Like when you think about reasons why teams get to the postseason, why teams win in the postseason. I, I, I think you can look at the Mets and go, yeah, they got that. Yeah, a bullpen. Yeah, they got that. Uh, starting rope. Yeah, they got that. Yeah. Uh, power. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they got that. They got utilitarians. Yeah, yeah, they got that. Yeah. Can they play deep? Yeah, they can play D. Can they run the base? They can run the fucking bases. Yeah. They they're checking boxes. They I are mean, checking get, boxes. They get lucky as fuck all the time. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. Is that and where you'd like to start with mm, the absolute? They, fucking throttling well, of the Atlanta on. Braves. Hold on. Before we get there, before we okay, get there, hold on. let me ask you guys, in your opinion, who are the hottest teams in baseball right now? Who's playing the best ball right now? Fucking Ooh. Mets, the Cards. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Cardinals are obviously playing. But- the mm-hmm. Dodgers are definitely yep. the hottest team, I would yep. say, yep. objectively. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, those three teams. No love right for the now. Mariners, no. Yeah, I have to look. I have to look in deeper. Yeah. What, 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 what do they got? Like five in a row, six in a row? No, the Mariners don't even. I'm looking at. <clears throat> I'm looking at a uh, 40 game sample. The last 40 games of the major league season, roughly. <laughs> Let's just say the last 40 games of the major league season. You've got the Dodgers. One team you have not mentioned, the Seattle Mariners, the third team here. And I tweeted about this yesterday. I said the narrative around the Houston Astros has been that it's they're having a nice little season and it's they they lost Carlos Correa. And it's incredible that they were able to just replace him with Mr. Pena and Justin Verlander's back. And they're really good. In actuality, the Houston Astros are off to their best start in franchise history. So yeah, that's but over that yeah. over that four game sample or 40 game sample, excuse me. The Yankees <clears throat> have played 39 games and they are 18 and 21. That's below 500, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the, the Royals match. have a better record than the Yankees. <laughs> I'm actually going to tweet that right now. <clears throat> People are going to love it. People are going to love that tweet. <laughs> wow. re- I love retweets. Since June 24th, <laughs> the Kansas City Royals have a oh. better record Here's- than the new York Yankees. People get mad <laughs> when I tweet stats that are true. <clears throat> There's no opinion there. Already arbitrary. No. <laughs> Here it comes. I mean, that's that's how you got to look at baseball, dude. You ever play? 
You're supposed to look at the biz, uh, big league seasons, 162 games. Hey, I love you it. have I love to. Hey, 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 it. hey. You have to look at it in samples. I love it. Because teams yeah. get hot. Teams fall off. We've had it's this just, discussion. Yeah. It's, tra- it's all about trends, really. It's all about trends. But it is one would argue being good now is not. You don't want to be good right now. In the dog days, you want to be good. And when it gets a little colder. <laughs> You know what all the responses to this tweet's going to be is, uh, yeah, they have a better record because they just took three out of four from the Red Sox. (laughs) That's true. That's true. You're bringing it on yourself. Yeah, well, listen, it doesn't matter, dude, because I I know what the responses are going to be before. I'm the fucking puppet master, Dallas. I know what the responses are going to be before I even send the tweet. So are we? So do we need to? Are we? Are we venturing into the Braves Met series? Is this? What yeah, we're, we're gonna. Yes, that's where we're gonna lead off because the the fans have been tweeting at me about this. Can't wait to see what that bitch ass Joey's gonna say about this five game set where we just wiped our ass with the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa, dude, chill, yeah, yeah chill, I dude. Mean, should we even talk? Should we even? I mean, should we punish these people for being disrespectful towards me and just? No, I think we gotta it? talk about it. But first. We got to turn big league action into big winnings of the DraftKings Sportsbook. That's what we have to do first. It has to be done. An official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Right now, new customers can bet just $5. What the fuck with my goddamn throat today? Um, Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any game and get $100 in free bets instantly. It's because I didn't shower yet this morning. Usually the steam clears out my nasal passages plus all customers can combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlays at the DraftKings Sportsbook you'll be able to bet on your favorite batter to hit a double in his next plate appearance your favorite pitchers pit next pitch to be a strike and so much more Uh, I really wish I did a nice little SGP on that Jacob deGrom start on Sunday that would have been nice to have a little skin in the game because we're in a gambling state right now we're in uh, New York City New York we're gonna be at the Mets game later. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be taking a little BP later, Dallas City Field. Oh, mm-hmm. oh God! Oh God! There's yeah. gonna be footage of this, right? You know, other people are gonna take footage of this. Uh, yeah, dude. I literally just took batting practice at Fenway and hit fucking laser beams all over the place. So yeah, I'm take sure all the fucking footage that you want. I'm sure you did, bitch. Sure DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $100 in free bets instantly. That is promo code Jared. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, Joey, um, mm. where are you at mentally mm. coming into play here on Monday mm. after a five game series in which the Atlanta Braves were able to uh, whimper away with one victory in five attempts? Yeah, we stole a game there. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <I> <laughs> we got one out of there, you know. 
you take what you can get, man. Uh-huh. We played like the Braves. Braves played like shit, and they got smacked around by the big bad Mets. Mm. Um, was there any one now, part of the series that, um, I don't know that caught your eye? Let me ask you this: Is there any one part of the series that said to you, "Oh fuck, man"? You know, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we match up here. I don't know if there's a, cause that was five games, five games, mm-hmm. right? Like you guys, you actually ended up playing more games than you would need to play. Should you match up in the postseason? And they won all of the ones that they needed to win. They even so won they, one more. Um, yeah. Just Mets, thoughts on Mets, the, Mets are the champions for sure. The Mets, are the champions, they, they, uh, they fucking dicked us down, bro. They got lucky as shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, they did it's absolutely yeah, they dick get, you down. They, they definitely got they lucky in a lot of ways. I don't know, but it's like they fucking won. But yeah. Like lucky to get DeGrom back? Is that one of the things? Yeah, DeGrom pitched well. I was one run off the total. He gave up two runs. I said he would give up three. Not bad for a, for a poor minor leaguer. Able to bounce back in the big leagues, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he did throw a 96 mile power slider. Yeah. That's tough averaging, to hit. <laughs> his slider was averaging 90, 93, what was it, like 93.7 or something like that? It was, it's stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. It's hmm. tough. They got they got good pitchers, man. They I, I can't believe how many lucky fucking hits they get. But, I mean, at the same time, they do... Foul off pitches, tough oh, at-bats. About, you're talking about that inning where there was like how many hits? The, like three hits or whatever, three or four hits, and not either one of them was over 95 miles an hour? Bro, that not shit even. happens. I think that happened at least three times a series. Oh, well, that's a, that's a, you know, that's baseball. Jordan, All I'm saying is, you think that the Mets in a playoff series are going to beat the Braves in five games? Well, they just beat them four out of the five games they played, so, so I feel does, like there's right an now, argument to be made. There is an argument. Everyone's saying it. I know the Mets are, are number one. Everyone loves the fucking Mets right now. All right, dude. Everyone liked the Yankees a month ago. Shit happens. The Braves played like shit. Spencer, Spencer Strider said it best after the game. What did he I think say? He, quote, the Mets got lucky as fuck and that they're, it's <laughs> August. And then it's, it's August. August. You know August. what I mean? Is that a direct and, quote? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, dude. Pretty much. And I love Spencer Strider for saying that. But I mean, to be honest, the Braves were fucking all, did not play well, and they didn't pitch well. Um, I mean, Scherzer pitched great. Scherzer pitched great. Degrom, DeGrom pitched, pitched great. great. Edwin Diaz shoved it up your ass. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, the Mets in that series, uh, <clears throat> they hit three hundred two as a team with an eight twenty seven OPS. So really, uh, they they didn't they didn't beat your brains in. I mean, they they. You know, they got some hits. They were getting on base, but it's not like they slugged you to death. No, oh, they, they just they the put play. They got the fuck. Boop, 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 got the knocks, babe. Yeah, they, they did. Babe, dude, it was infuriating to watch. Like, but um, if playing paying close attention to it, call here or there. I mean, the Mets won four out of five games. They were going to win the, most of those games anyway. I'm not going to say these like bullshit hits won them the series. And also, they've been hitting bullshit hits all year. At this point, it's like they wow. planned it, and it's like part of the team, and it's like it's unstoppable. It's like well, it's, it's not even like, lucky. 
it's almost like having guys that put the ball in play. It's almost like there's value to that. Yeah, but there's a lot of teams who put the ball in play, and a lot of teams actually put the ball in play more than the Mets. But they don't, you know. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> they put the ball in play. They have good at bats. They had a great series. But I'm be honest, Mets fans, you're getting a little too big for your fucking britches. <laughs> because all I'm hearing is the Mets are like the best team ever. And oh, I agree, I the Mets are the best. But oh. let's be honest, like I don't think it's going to happen like that if they play in the playoffs. I mean, th- there's there's nothing right now that says it's not going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Mets, the Mets uh, coming out of that series, I feel like uh, Mets fans uh, have PTSD with this team. So they're still waiting to see that moment of is this team for real or not? I think we're there, right? Like, I think if you're uh, well, a Mets fan, you're like, yeah, this team, this team is is legit. No. No, because no. they are, they are, no, listen, they are deathly, I'm not telling you no that they don't have a reason to feel that way. I'm telling you no, because they're deathly afraid of, of saying that. You say they're that. They're saying, they're saying it, dude. They're you saying say that. It's like, it's like, nope, I don't want to, um, like you have the winning lottery ticket <laughs> and you're refusing to look at the screen and match the numbers up. Cause the minute you do, you're going to realize, fuck, see, I was one number off and I don't have that. Like, fuck you. This whole time you've been telling me I had the ticket and I, and I, I knew I didn't, I didn't want to look at it. And now I looked at it and I see that I see if I never would have looked at it, that's Listen, how it feels. That's I think that's how they feel. Not from my perspective. The Mets are saying it, dude, the Mets are telling me it at least. Everyone in the world saying the Mets are the goats. They're better than the Yankees now. They just they just won the division. They're better than the Braves. The Braves suck. It's time to hey, sell. I mean, they're, Steve they're, Cohen is a legend, and Matt Scherzer look, is back number one, and Degrom is the best pitcher of all time. And Edwin Diaz is never going to give up a run again. I mean, those are all accurate statements and potentially <laughs> accurate statements. That's got to that's got to scare you. All I'm going to say is don't get too big for your britches. Mm. I love it. I love that the word britches has been used on this podcast. I mean, let me just straight up ask you because people people want to know, Joey. Is it wild card or bust now? Oh, six wow. and a half games. I mean, wow. Six and a half games. Ouch. Are you calling it? Is is six and a half games chasing down a team that just caught the New York Yankees? They're not, it's not the best record in baseball. That's, that would be the Dodgers. But the 70 and 39 Mets are the first place team in your division. You're six and a half games behind them. Are you waving the white flag on the NL East? <laughs> I'll say this. If the Mets don't win the division, that will be an implosion. That will be fun to watch. So you're calling it. You're, it's over. It seems like the Mets are going to win the division. So you're calling it. I'm uh, not calling the. I'm not you calling just, it like it's a foregone you just conclusion. Did, you just you just said you said the Braves are fucking toast. No shot division. <laughs> yeah. Wild card. Here we come. Yeah, that's, you did say that. It probably the Braves probably won't win the division. I will. I will admit to that. I don't okay. think they will. And the and the Mets also have a very easy record in September, which is something I've been looking at and saying, 
<laughs> it's like right. us when you won 14 games against shitty teams. The Mets have that going in. So, yeah. so wow. Wow. What a, you know what I mean? This is Jared. When you think about this, this is why this series was important for the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. This is why this series was so important for the Atlanta Braves. I've never seen been- Joey burn down as much nicotine <laughs> as he has in this particular episode. <laughs> hey, he is fucking ripping. Yeah. Trust me. I've been <laughs> thinking the same thing. Yeah. He's just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> You guys don't even know. I accidentally bought 3% pods. They don't hit as much. I got to hit it more to keep my, yeah. you know, my blood fucking, flowing. Right. 3% yeah, pods. Yeah. Uh, well, you fucking got plenty of blood flow. Watch first of all, Braves vape, suit. vaping isn't a crime. Okay. No, that's all I'm going to say. What is a crime is ripping no. off investors like freaking Cohen did to his people and that oh, funding wow. this Mets wow. team. Oh, Unnecessary oh, shots. Unnecessary shots. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm just saying, all right? Fucking hey, Mets. He did it. Hey, Joey, he did it while wearing a suit and tie, and that, my friend, is just called business, okay? Yeah. So yeah. you're allowed to be a complete fucking slime bag. Mm-hmm. When you wear a suit and tie, you get to just call it business. That is what yeah. it is. Uh, but th- this series was so important because we so were going to be talking, could have been talking about the Atlanta Braves, Joseph, in division leading light <laughs> in a division leading light instead <laughs> instead what we're now talking about is the atlanta braves commiserating with the likes of the philadelphia phillies hey. the, the, the milwaukee brewers right the san diego padres are a heck of a lot closer in that rear view mirror than you are in the new york mets rear view mirror and that's all because of how this five game series played out. I wish we could be talking about the Atlanta Braves in a different light. I wish we could. Hey, man, I'm not happy about it either. Braves played like shit. And um, we got to we got to hold the boys accountable. I love them. Hopefully Snicker gets a team meeting going. That'll probably do the trick. <laughs> Luckily, we got the Red Sox next. So that's a little a bit of a break for us. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Stepping then, stone. Just kind of you know take your. No, that's true. I mean, if there's if there's if there's any team that the Braves could need to play right now to get back on track, it's the Boston Red Sox. Just a fucking dumpster fire abomination of a baseball team. <sighs> Not great. Yeah, there's no reason to even talk about them. Um, Jacob Degrom on Sunday. By the way, the uh, the. I guess it was a theme throughout all these fucking games between uh, Braves Mets and then uh, Padres Dodgers, which we'll get to and Cardinals um, Yankees. Like we didn't see really like a, a good game all weekend. Like, were there any nail biters in any of these fucking games? Uh no no not like you saw Edwin Diaz I mean Edwin Diaz with the with the six out save in the first game you saw Edwin Diaz close it out on Sunday but at no point did you think that the Mets were in jeopardy of like losing one of those games that Edwin Diaz had to enter no but I mean it's not these aren't blowout ball games though I mean it's a some I mean like they some of them start like it would be like a, a blowout and then. The team getting blown out would kind of nibble and pick away, but never quite get back there. Sure. There was no drama. There was no drama. Yeah. No, like high intensity, like, uh, no. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of the series. There was some series. Uh, I forget. I want to say it was the. Uh, 
God, why do I want to say it was the fucking Yankees in the uh, I anyway? But it just there's there's a difference to this to the series that have those like tightly contested games. They're showing you the ninth inning on both sides. You know what it's going to take to get to the ninth inning on both sides, and those are those are fun baseball games to watch. When you have the teams that are touted and you don't get that, I don't want to say it's disappointing, but you're like, eh, well, kind of leaves a little to be desired. Almost like, well, if this was a postseason game, then I could understand the you know the lust behind it, but not not in August. Yeah. Yep. It Good is, point. Uh, just, it's just August. Good point. <laughs> it's, it's just, just August, August dude. It's just August. What's the Braves schedule look like coming up? They got the Red Sox. They got Miami. Oh. They're going back to them. They're playing the Mets again. Easy peasy, dude. You guys. So, got- hey, man, you know, we could fucking wreck the wreck the Sox, wreck, wreck the Marlins. That's probably uh That's a likely. four game piece against the Marlins, too. Then we're going back to the Mets. So, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be back That's in first. That's four more. That. You play the Mets nine fucking times in like a two week span. Oh, I'm going to tell yeah. you right now, you better pack a fucking lunch then, bud, because the last thing you want to have happen <laughs> is drop seven. Like, yeah. You can't do that. You drop can't. Seven, do that. That's a four game piece against the Mets, followed by three can't. games against the Houston Astros. Can't drop seven out of nine and then go face Houston. Can't do that. No. I mean, the Red Sox fucking dummied the Astros, though. And then you got to go into the madhouse in Pittsburgh for three. Watch out. (laughs) Watch the fuck out. Yeah, dude. Dude, I'll play the Mets every game of the year. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that's a wise choice by you. Why? Yeah, you don't. You you just that's smoke you don't want. That's I don't think you have a chimney capable of handling that smoke. Yeah, I like going against the best teams. I like to play them. That's the second best team in the league. I want to put our best guys against their best guys. Yeah, it didn't I'm work scared out. Of, I'm not scared of the Mets. I, I'll say this: I was disappointed. I was I was hoping for a better dogfight. I'm not saying I'm not saying like I was rooting for the Braves or the Mets or the Mets over the Braves. I had no real rooting interest. But I was rooting for more competitive baseball than what I got from from the Atlanta Braves. That was disappointing. It was disappointing. Who do you walk away from that series the most disappointed in? In? I mean, well, they sent Ian Anderson down, which is not good. And that's a tough look. That is not tough, tough look. look. That just that's tough. That's tough. I don't mean tough look. That's just tough. That's tough. I hate that. Yeah, he's he's struggled this year. He's not really getting as many. You know, that changeup's not really getting the many swing and misses. They're not really chasing on him. But you know, I don't know. Hopefully, he comes back as a fucking beast because he was a beast his first two years. Like, kind of underrated. Oh, he, was, he was incredible. That's why I said like you don't have that kind of success especially in the postseason, like under that kind of stress and just think that like, there's nothing there. Yeah. He's, he just, it's a matter of ironing shit out. That's all. That's yeah. All. The Mets were fucking frustrating our pitchers. I think that's a big thing. Max Fried, same thing, had a frustrating inning when he fucking hit his head against the ground, almost got knocked out, battled through, you know, mm. tough plays here or there, bad defense, you know, Maybe he should have gone get- into the blue tent, figured that out. I don't know. Hmm. I don't really get that, but I agree. Like, I understand what you mean, but little, little I don't get it. proto, you know? Yeah. Dallas, know, let me ask you as a foreign player. Talk to me. You say you're on the Atlanta Braves. I'm sure that that was this five game set against the Mets 
was a series that uh, was circled for quite some time on the calendar. You go in there and you don't necessarily get your ass beat, but Mm -hmm. you get beat. You get beat four out of five. Uh, What does that do to a clubhouse? Does that motivate you seeing that you've got another four gamer coming up against them in a couple of weeks here? Or are you thinking like, wow, like they're the measuring stick and we don't we don't stack up right now? No, that's not the thought at all that you're the measuring that they're the measuring stick and that you don't stack up. No, that's not the thought at all. You know how good of a team you are. And it's a matter of some bounces going the other guy's way. And you feel like they didn't fall for you. They fell for them. And it just that, you know, that happens. Are they ill-equipped? No. Do they have a rotation that could compete against an offense like the New York? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just a matter of being on the wrong side of these ball games that didn't go as planned. And it sucks when you play four of them in a row, right? Because there wasn't a single game, Jared, not a single game, and correct me if I'm wrong, decided by more than three runs. Not a single game was decided by more than three runs. So that's a fucking swing of the bat, bro. That's a swing of the bat. That's all that is. That's one swing from talking about a completely different series. They know that. And what it is is, yeah, it's, hey, we're going to get our shit together. Okay. Like this is you, you, you step back and you assess the areas that need to be tightened up and you move from there. And what's nice, like Joey said, is you have. A, a doormat that you can kind of wipe your feet on and get that mud off from this last series in the Boston Red Sox. And then you got clean shoes heading into that next series to get you ready for the New York Mets again, which it could be a slog. It could be a slug fest. It could be a deal fest. Who knows? Are you prepared now though, on the other side of these two series that kind of get you back in into the swing of things to, to go 12 rounds with the Mets again, because it's going to be a four game set. Mm-hmm. You're going to figure out a lot about whether or not you were able to tighten some things up over the last week and a half. Four game set means you're guaranteed at least one of, if not both of Scherzer and DeGrom again. Mm-hmm. You're getting one. <laughs> They'll be on the IL about by then. Are you kidding me? Damn, dude. Wow. You wow, don't believe dude. in Dude, we fucking smoked DeGrom. I don't know why everyone's saying this, dude. We Dansby. smoked him. Got him. I couldn't even go six. Dan, Dansby, a little uh, little oppo two-run piece there. I mean, let's just talk about Dansby for a second. I mean, have you checked the war leaderboards? Mm. Where's he at? Dansby 104. That was 104.1 miles per hour, that homer that Dansby hit off DeGrom. And uh, he got pulled at exactly 76 pitches. 76 pitches for DeGrom. He's getting there. I mean, like that wasn't like a he doesn't have it anymore. Like I'm assuming the 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 range was 75 to 80. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going easy on him there. Going easy on him. He punched out uh, how many punches do he have? 12? 12. Fuck no, me. No, I, I meant I meant the Mets are taking it slow. Um, they don't want him pitching a lot of pitches. Right. Yeah, so he's just right. some light work. Just, you know, give us give us what <laughs> What what did I set the over under at? You remember that, Joe? What did I set the over under at? 
Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what I, I said five innings, three runs, five and two thirds, two nine runs. Nine and a half. Uh, I said it at nine and a half over cash. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Damn, that's tough, dude. Oh, you hate to see it. You do. You um, hate to fucking see it. <laughs> hey, it's all right. But hey, but hey, who's uh, who are they calling up? They call up uh, fucking. And uh, Oscar Inoa, Oscar. Is that who they called up? Yeah. Nice. Has he been throwing well? I haven't looked at his shit. He's in the minors. I don't know. I, I honestly, we all kind of forgot about Oscar. It came in like a fucking fireball, punched the he wall, did. and then punched the out. wall, and then he was out. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But I wouldn't be surprised if he comes up right like how he did last year, dude. Maybe got dope. another bullpen piece. He just—he's not gonna be able to hit homers like he did. That's unfortunate. It is, and they're—they're they're nerfing us. But yeah, uh, they'll do anything to take the world champions down. They're trying their best. And, uh, You're in the crosshairs, Joe. How Sorry. about that fuck of those scumbag Mets fans beating the fuck out of that Braves fan while an old guy holds him down? And I don't even want to draw attention to this. And Jared, you tweeted it out, and I just uh, want to say that was despicable. And this is what happened to Mets in first place. I don't want yeah. to draw attention to it, but but here it comes. I don't because it was violence, it was chaos, and it's something that I don't like to see. Uh-huh. I didn't see. I didn't see that. Was it bad? Oh my god! These two guys in Degrom jerseys just beating the fuck out of this guy. Well, this old man holds him down, trying to be the good guy. He did the thing where he's like, "Break it up, break it up," but he ends up just like holding his arms so the other people just wail on him. Oh, wow. Does this keep you up at night, Joey? Do you just get, like, chills, cold sweats whenever you hear this? Yeah, I'm shaking in my boots. (laughs) (laughs) Edwin. I I feel like you should be. Why, dude? Like, I don't understand. Did you not see that ninth inning? He absolutely throat fucked you guys. Okay, but the Mets won four out of five games. Big fucking deal. I don't want to bring up old shit like how the Mets do. Like, <laughs> but we won the World Series last year, and we bitch slapped the Mets the past fucking my whole life. We bitch slapped the Mets. Mm. Okay, so four out of five games, you had a good closer for half the season so far. The best closer. I mean, you haven't done any psychological damage where I'm shaking in my boots. Damage. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna say this, Joey. You're kind of starting to sound a little bit like uh like a Yankee fan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just talk, talking about things that. that talking about things that used to happen all the time, but things yeah, that aren't happening right now. Bringing up things from way back, from yeah. way from the way back. Get out of the way back machine. Close the right. fucking yearbook, Joey. Right, like, don't you right. think it's time to start focusing on on the on the here and now? The fact that the mm-hmm. Mets, the Mets have Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer in the same. Yeah, he's just ripping it right now. Even thinking about this rotation, you've got Scherzer and Degrom in the same rotation, and Edwin Diaz is having one of the best top ten, top five single seasons for a closer in baseball history right now and he just <laughs> throttled you guys in the finale of a series that the, the Mets took four of five from your Atlanta Braves and you want to talk about the past I, I'm here to talk about what just happened I'm, I'm just I'm here to talk mm-hmm. about what happened because if yeah, I'm these, a Mets uh, yeah. fan listening to this podcast I feel like they 
they have been waiting for you to acknowledge them, Joe. They've been waiting for you to acknowledge them. Now is is that time. Like I, I don't think it's a wait and see thing. I think after a series like that, you have to say, you know what? Mets are a pretty good team. We talk about the Mets every fucking episode. I yeah, always never in a, never in a good light. Never in a good light, though. I said they have great pitches. They got Matt Scherzer. They got DeGrom. Matt they got, Scherzer. <laughs> they got Edward in the bullpen. They got good right. players. Mm-hmm. Edward. <laughs> Matt Scher- we got Matt Scherzer and Edward Diaz. This is fucking oh, Edward. Just the disrespect from yeah. Joey right now is Damn, unbelievable. Dude. I mean, yeah. it's you know what? It, not not sounding like, not behaving like Jared. If it fucking walks like a duck <laughs> and it fucking quacks like a duck, yeah. it's a fucking duck. Joey is a fucking yeah. Yankee fan yeah. in Braves clothing. He is. It's sad. I, could, I didn't I, think we'd see this day. I because I, I love the Braves. I love the Braves. <laughs> so fans. do I. I love blooper. Shout out bloops. I love blooper. Um, it's just to me, I don't want to be sitting here doing this podcast 10 years from now talking about how great the 2021 Braves were. I, I just don't, don't want that. to do it. No, that's not. That's a that'd be a stain on the soul of baseball is dead. We can't. Have yeah, that. can't have that. But what we can have is uh, some exciting news from Dodge. Please give it to me. Yeah. Dodge has exciting news for all you muscle car enthusiasts out there. It's the seventh year of Motor Trend Presents Roadkill Nights powered by Dodge set for Saturday, August 13th. That's this Saturday, right? Yeah, that is. That's my birthday. Uh, Oh, look at that. At M1 Concourse in Pontiac, Michigan, Motor Trend Presents Roadkill Nights powered by Dodge is a one day car culture festival that includes street legal drag racing on historic Woodward Ave, uh, Dodge Thrill and Drift Rides. Uh, You've got Dodge Driving Simulators, a classic modern muscle car show, and much more. We're trying to back some of last year's uh, grudge racers for a chance at redemption, giving Alex Taylor a chance to go 2-0 against a field of impressive talent that includes some new faces familiar to the automotive faithful. And a new twist this year, competitors will use direct connection parts to build their own drag racing machine under a tight deadline before bringing it to Woodward to go head-to-head on the strip. Follow along and get a shot to win your share of $10,000 in the Dodge Roadkill Knights prediction pool with DraftKings. Join us on Saturday, August 13th, 2022 at M1 Concourse in Pontiac, Michigan, or tune into all the live streamed action on Dodge Garage. Head on over to dodgegarage.com slash DraftKings for complete information on the event schedule, tickets, racing, and car show registration. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, I don't, I don't know that I feel as strongly about the Dodgers Padres series as I did about the Mets Braves, but having watched that basically like, what was it? Friday or Saturday night? Um, 
and I, we talked about this on the Red Sox show that doesn't have a name. I said the Red Sox are so bad that I'm now at the point that I was at in 2020 where I'm I'm about this close to putting like a different game that I'm more interested in on the big TV while the why Red Sox are playing. Why, why would you not? Yeah, no, I'm 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 there. I'm definitely there. I mean, I'm obviously like net, but now it's like it's more of the like Red Sox Royals. Like, who the fuck cares between those two teams? <laughs> but with the Braves, it's like yeah, like I, I I'm interested. I'm more interested in watching Red Sox Braves because of the Braves, not because of the Red Sox. Uh, so depending on the opponent, like that's going to be interchangeable. And uh, over the weekend, I I was very tempted to put on uh, Padres Dodgers, but these games were over early. It was eight nothing in the fucking second inning or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a. Uh, <laughs> it was almost like the Dodgers were like, bro, 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 bro. That's cute and all. That's cool. <laughs> I I really appreciate and applaud you guys going and getting a couple players that you feel like are going to help you right now and you know the future. That's that's fucking super fantastic. We're the Dodgers. We're the Dodgers, in case you forgot, just in case you forgot. We're here to fuck shit up. And that's what they did. That is what they did. They put them on notice. You're excited? Let's not get crazy. That's kind of what it felt like the Dodgers were saying, from my perspective. It was, and it was against the Padres. It was against you, Darvish, mm-hmm. Clevenger, mm-hmm. and Manaya. Mm-hmm. And none of them really did well. And the Dodgers are just pulling out Andrew Heaney, who's like low. He's like the best pitcher in the league right now. Have you seen Andrew Heaney's stats? <laughs> Rolling. He's, Rolling. He's been like hurt most of the year, but he's got like six starts, like a point zero five ERA. It's like the f- Andrew Heaney out of nowhere. This guy was like the laughing stock of the league the past two years, well, and he's like he's an ace now. Well, do well, you he, remember he just, when he when, was having trouble keeping the ball in the yard? That's all. Was he a free agent? Like, I remember the Dodgers scooped him up quick when he became available. Like once. What, this this year? No. When I, let me look it up. Um, yeah, I think it was the off season. Yeah. Yeah. Was- he was not available for long and he sucked. So going back here. Andrew Heaney in 2021, uh, he had a 527 ERA in. 18 starts with the Angels, went to the Yankees and had a 732 ERA in 35 and two thirds innings. Yeah. And well, then remember if- he, when he went over there, like there, you know, he wasn't pitching great and, and goes to the Yankees and things are not going well. And people were like, what the fuck is going on? Why is why did we go get this guy? He, what signed, is a- he signed with the Dodgers on November 10th. 2021 yeah. well, this dude, guy fucking sucked and the dodgers were like give me that and give me that now yeah because they look th- this is why <laughs> you think it's by it is not a mistake not and at all. whether or not a guy can sustain the things that he's changed or is altering whether or not he can sustain that is a completely different conversation aside from the one that says hey man here's maybe some things that you got to think about doing that maybe you haven't stuck with, or maybe that you haven't done a ton of in the past or done a ton of consistently. So here's what we see. Here's what we think could help. And from there, 
Let's see what we got. Well, you know what you've gotten? Over six starts from Andrew Heaney, you've gotten 28 innings, 37 fucking strikeouts with a .64 ERA. A whip right at one. Oon. Oon whippage. Yeah. He, that's why the, that's why Dutchess has such a good reputation. They taught him the slider. He just throws a slider now. He throws it 34% of the time. Last year, he didn't have one. So here's the thing. And you also have to maximize guys, right? Like, I don't know that Andrew Heaney, I would bet, I would bet that Andrew Heaney has maybe an outing, maybe two out of these that have clipped the sixth inning threshold. Maybe. Outside of that, it's probably about putting him in a spot to maximize what you're asking him to do as well. So to your point, Joe, go out there and spin this shit and just throw that motherfucker at will. And he's done so. And then they've handed the ball to some other guys in the bullpen. And the game plays out. It is what it is. So you're maximizing a guy who you've seen where if we can make this adjustment here, maybe we like what we see. And if we can put him in a good spot where we don't have to expose him a third time, a three and a half times through, like we don't, we're not going to do that. Let's just, let's just let him put the pedal to the metal and look up after four innings and see what we got. And you know what? That's worked out. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, a spanking in in simplest of terms it was a hey guess what we're still the dodgers you're still the padres and i mean i'm not gonna lie i was i was disappointed i was like i I didn't i wasn't hoping like hey this is gonna be a turn of the tide the padres are gonna go into dodger stadium and they're gonna like drop their nuts on the table and say we're the new kings of the nl west now i wasn't expecting that but i was expecting way more competitive games than what we got in this fucking series. Let's also remember that there's still light Tatis and you could immediately then ask, well, let's say they had Tatis, but they didn't have Juan Soto who they have now, but for whatever reason, he wasn't available. Would you feel the same way about how things went? Like for me, getting a guy like Soto, getting bell, getting dreary, those guys, Dreary, obviously showed up instant impact. Um, but if if you don't have Tatis and he's a big part of what you think you guys are able, are going to be able to do, did you feel like at any point in time not having him there was what could have changed the tide? Uh, Tatis changes a lot of things. Tatis changes things from um, an energy perspective uh obviously he i think what was he second was he second in the majors last year and wins above replacement yeah behind otani yeah like we're talking about a game changer but even still it's like you added josh bell you added juan soto and these games were just non-competitive like the fact that they the fact that they got shut out in the finale and that was still the most competitive game that they played in all weekend that's yeah i don't know it was it was a dud it was a bummer it was a dud series uh but i mean good for the dodgers like that's if you're a dodger fan you're probably sitting here on monday morning being like yeah like we 
credit to the Dodgers for that, that the Padres trade for Juan Soto at the deadline, have all this buzz, all this hype, and everyone immediately is like, oh, shit. How do they stack up now in the NL West? They're coming for that Dodger ass. And then the Dodgers are just like, boom, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Dodgers just fucking smack that ass up. Yeah. Oh, you got you got every player in the trade deadline. Oh, no, we lost Kershaw. Damn, we're fucked. Oh, shit. We got Andrew Heaney, bitch. Fucking you're done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how demoralizing is that? You got everyone gave up every prospect you have. Dodgers was like, yeah, we'll just go with Heaney. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the fucking heen machine out there. But that's what I mean. Like that's the whole like fuck it. Here. Here here's Heeny for four and a half, five, maybe. We got a bullpen. They had to have we, seen something. Like that is feel so like bizarre be- that he was so fucking bad. And the Dodgers scooped him up almost immediately in free yep. agency. It's not, though. If you have the right people looking for the right things, looking at the right things, that is exactly like, like they found a diamond. That's what I'm saying is like they, they saw something. Yeah. Well, I like, mean, you just got to take a have flyer on that guy. Like how long? Uh, November 10th free agency is like in its first fucking week, week and a half. But hey, if I if I like what I see and I can I can get my hands on it and I feel like boom, we can start to unlock it and it it starts to unlock. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Houston saw it with Garrett Cole. Well, he was cheating. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he, No, uh, he, he was cheating. He cheated to get better. Pitch usage. Yeah. Is what and I'm cheating. About. And cheating. And Blue Moon is almost like cheating. It's like how much, how much, like how much better can he get? Like they have to be cheating. They have to have like the the most delicious beer recipe in the history of the world. Well, they they allow you to throw citrus in there, Jared. That is, you know what? That's probably what it, that feels like cheating, right? Yeah. Kind of. It makes it makes a del- already delicious beer taste that much more delicious when you add the orange peel in there. Um, because baseball enhancing peel. Yeah, it is. Baseball and beer go hand in hand, and Blue Moon is a perfect stadium companion with its bold flavor, bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual, and authentic ballpark roots. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark, first created at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. From the first pitch to extra innings, a Blue Moon guarantees a one-of-a-kind beer experience every single time. I'm actually, I'm going to try and see if they have Blue Moons at City Field, because I'm trying to... I'm trying to sip on a blue moon while I'm ripping line drives in the cage today. I don't know that that's going to happen. I texted Mike Boustakis because the Reds are in town to play the Mets. And I was like, hey, if you want great, you want some pointers, come on down to the cage around 4 p.m. Daddy's going to be yakking homers. Jesus. If you are, if you can get to a ball, if you get to a ball to the warning, tra- if you get a ball to the oh warning, my track, God, Dallas, you're such you- a fucking idiot. You, I can hit the ball into the second deck if I want. You're, that's that's <laughs> no, it's not. Whatever you're what gonna you, say, it's on a garbage, fucking VR garbage. headset. Is that what you're telling me? Maybe, I mean, maybe on I, your Oculus, you can. Do you understand how strong I am? Yeah, I have got an idea of the strength you possess. That, that that's very different than how strong you are. I I'm aware of the strength you possess. So you're calling I'm, Luke Void a pussy? Is what you're saying? No, I've told you that Luke Voigt's the strongest man in Major League Baseball. Right. So then if I'm the strongest guy in in the batting cage at the time, then I'm probably going to start ripping homers. Uh, 
It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Well, show me. I will. I, I can't wait to see it. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian White is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer where you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful, hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon. But you can enjoy it all season long. Break out of your same old beer slump. Blue Moon Belgian White is one of a kind every time. Get Blue Moon Belgian White delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Please celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden Colorado Ale. Uh, I wanted to address something real quick. Please. So... Frankie Montas makes his Yankees debut With yesterday. Yep. He gives up the three-run bomb to Nolan Arenado. I tweet out the clip of the Nolan homer, and then I tweeted out his stats for the year since last year and also this year. They're both very bad. I think it's like a it's a high it's in the high fours since the start of last year away from the Coliseum, and I think it was like close to 5 this year away from the Coliseum. So I tweet out those stats. Then I get a bunch of fucking dickhead Yankee fans being like, bro, he just came back from a death in the family and you're mocking him and blah, blah. blah. I was like, no. first of all, the fact that you think that that's universally known information is wild. Like, no, I did not know that. Second of all, uh, like, what does that have to like? Once you're playing baseball, we're not mocking Frankie Montas. We're just saying, hey, Yankees. Uh, you traded for a guy that had very questionable numbers when he didn't pitch in a very spacious Oakland Coliseum and he just gave up six earned runs in St. Louis in his uh, Yankees debut. That's all I said. That's all I said. Did you think that this was going to happen, Dallas? Did you, th- did you foresee Frankie Montas uh, struggling away from uh, the Coliseum? Uh, I mean, the, the numbers are what they are, right? And it's not a matter of foreseeing that. It's just the it's the numbers tell you what they tell you what i expect to happen is guys leaving oakland are going to go through an adjustment phase when you get to the other side to to, to get to another club just i mean on a whole different scale jared like amenities wise what's available to you um uh, like j- j- everything man everything like the routine like the idea you're going to be throwing a bullpen potentially with fans in the stands like watching um batting practice like shit like that like that that's all, all those things are different. and then you get to the game time right and yankees cardinals i don't know what the attendance was i'm guessing probably over thirty thousand each ball game for the series i think we- they set the record in bush stadium for one of these games i mean that's fucking that's so that's the kind of shit that comes with leaving oakland and getting to another team and i'm not making an excuse but those are those are real adjustments like if you're leaving one office building where there are no dividers and there is no air conditioner and then you get to another office where not only are there big dividers but they're fairly spacious you've got outlets you've got usbs you've got monitors and you've got ac on top of a fucking personal fan like it's a completely different environment. 
Oh, and you got an open door policy with your CEO. It's like, holy shit, this is completely different. Completely different. You got to get used to operating in that world. And I'm not, again, making excuses. That's just, those are the realities of one location, getting to another location, and thinking that just going out and performing are the same thing in both places. They're not. That's what the mental fortitude is about, is trying to make those two things as similar as possible, quote unquote, clear the mechanism, if you will, to quote Billy Chappell. Um, so, yeah, sucks that it's his first start like that, but um, mm. Mm. you really do hate to see shit like that. An adjustment. Just an mm. adjustment. You know what I've been thinking about, though? What have you been thinking about? With, with, and just specifically, Jerry, because you know I'm a, you know, I'm a clubhouse guy. You know, I'm a glue guy. You know, like, I appreciate guys like that. Um, I don't know if there's anything to this. But? I don't think the Yankees have won a baseball game. Ooh. Since they've traded joey gallo yeah that's interesting that you say that because um the dodgers mm-hmm. haven't lost a baseball game since they acquired joey gallo wow yeah wow well you know like it, it's almost like look you don't even know you don't even know what makes the heart beat until you rip the heart out of the chest and then you mm-hmm. realize you know, you realize, damn, I feel like I, I feel like that was a viable heart. I like that heart. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that Joey Gallo was the clubhouse glue for the New York Yankees. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just utilizing numbers to back up my assessment, which is the win loss record for the New York Yankees. And this isn't my sole assessment. This was brought up in our in our uh, our discussion before the podcast like this was. This is just everybody kind of noticing. Numbers are what they are. Yankees haven't won without him. Dodgers haven't lost with him. Those are just facts, and and that's usually what we uh, what we deal with here is um, we're not dealing I, with opinions. It's 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 just the facts. Just the facts. No, and I will like credit to me. I will overlook important facts if they get away if they get in the way of of my story. Um, but they don't hear, and that's what I wanted to. That's just what I wanted to get out there. Yeah, Joey, you have any you have any thoughts on that? The Joey Gallo situation. <sighs> it ended ugly. The guy mm. couldn't leave his fucking house. Mm-hmm. He couldn't go into the streets of New York without fans mocking him, calling him a piece of shit, mm-hmm. spitting in his face, mm-hmm. and this is kind of the things you deal with in New York City. Those two fan bases preach. They're scumbags. You want to know what he probably, you want to know what he probably nice. did today? Yeah. He probably got up this morning, had a nice paddle out on a mm-hmm. paddle board. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably had a good acai bowl for breakfast. Maybe. Um, maybe some light yoga out in the park. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to, you know, he might, might take a heli into the ballpark. Who knows? Whatever. But he's going to have a great day. He's going to have a great day in the L.A. sunshine. Every day is a great day when you play for the Dodgers. Feels like it. 
Feels like yeah. he's well on his way to championshipville. Wow. So you're it's just sad to see the World Series champs. Wow. I mean, I mean, they're they're going to be contending. Mm-hmm. Oh, hot take there. <laughs> we got a contend- we got a contender in Los Angeles. <laughs> hey, don't fuck, don't sleep on these Redbirds, bud. Don't sleep on these Redbirds. Yeah, that's a hot take. Yeah, I mean, you shit. think that the Redbirds have a shot at the at the chip? You, you guys fucking mocked me. You mocked me at the beginning of the season. You mocked me at the beginning Who of the, the season. Who the fuck mocked you? Said that the Cardinals weren't going to be a contender. What are you talking about, dude? <gasps> well, first of all, he never. He, he, he never. The Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers. Unbelievable! Who yeah. told you that St. Louis Cardinals were you, motherfucker? Yeah. You did. Well, I, no I one mocked for- you for picking them to win the, the worst division in the world. No. Whoa, easy. You know about the fucking AL Central? That's true. That's a good point. I kind of lumped them together as like the same shit box, but well, that's just unfair <laughs> to the NL Central. Don't do that. They got some work to do. I would say. I mean, the Cardinals. To win the World Series would be a remarkable story just because they're pitching. It'd be great. I know. I know. I mean, look. Just Albert Pujols hitting 440 in the World Series <laughs> with like a 1400 OPS. Oh, God. Just saving it. <laughs> you get Albert in the World Series, he could fuck around and lead the series in like stolen bases randomly, just <laughs> swiping fucking third three times out of nowhere. Yeah. Why not? I'm Why not, dude? It. Just saying, don't sleep on the Redbirds. That's all I said. I'm not. Hey, I'm not. And apparently, that ruffled feathers. Mm. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm not sleeping on the Redbirds. But I guess, I I guess, I kind of came away from that series asking myself the question: Are the Cardinals this good, or are the Yankees this bad? And I don't know the answer because it's not. It's the the seven. Why can't Why can't it be? Yes, the Cardinals are this good, and no, the Yankees aren't as good as we have been looking at them through these rose colored lenses during this stretch that they've been Dallas Dallas. I'm on the record saying the Yankees aren't that good. I said that uh, I made that video. What in fucking June? You said they're going to have the best record in the history of baseball, bro. That was a fucking jinx video. (laughs) It clearly worked, bro. It was a prank. Clearly (laughs) didn't work, bro. So, Yeah, I I came away from that series being like, are the Yankees just this bad? Because the seven game series, uh, I believe, started with what a four game sweep of the Cubs, and they suck. I'm not trying to say it's a fraudulent seven game winning series, seven game winning streak for the Cardinals, but I'm just trying to gauge the quality of the competition over the seven game winning streak. Is that fair or unfair? That's fair. What the Cardinals yeah. have going for them is that they have arguably the two best players in the national league and it's not really is it even close i mean nolan arenado and goldschmidt for some reason they don't really yeah, they yeah. don't really get a lot of attention but those paul, guys paul de young is that what you just fucking said paul de yeah. young yeah <laughs> paul de i young. mean he fucking went off in that series yes he did he did go off yeah he did 
But I, I don't he, think that's this who is Joey a guy was talking that, about. Correct me if well, I'm wrong. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe he should have been talking about him because this was this was a player that, we, I mean, we're what, two or three months removed from Cardinal fans being like, fuck yeah, let's go trade for Xander Bogarts. And then Paul DeYoung comes into this series. It hits 333 with a 1389 OPS, drives in six goddamn runs and two doubles and a homer. You kidding me? Love it. See, just supplementing what Goldie and Nolan are doing. I might have to go get a Nolan fish, man. Why haven't you? What's your what's your what's your beef with Nolan? Why don't you like him? No beef. No beef with Nolan. I do. You know what? I should go get a I should go get a Nolan fish, especially for the push. There's I have no reason that I haven't. Yeah, figure it out, dude. I got to go get a fish named Nolan. You want to know a good stat? A good stat for the for the Cardinal faithful? Fuck yeah. yes. Because we all know baseball, especially playoff baseball, it's all about matchups. And it's all about putting players in the right positions to win. And Albert Pujols this year against lefties, he's hitting 323. Bang a ring. Bang a ring. It's a pretty easy approach for Albert, right? Spit on the changeup. Don't offer it that bad boy. You see a hump out of the hand. You know it's soft coming to you. Feel free to spin early. Get the head out. Drop it down. And he's going to be able to, I mean, got to hit it over the wall if you want to get to second, Albert. Let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) But other than that, you know, if he can eliminate one side of the plate, eliminate a pitch, say, fuck that. You got to throw it for strikes. And if you do, tip my cap. But if you do, maybe it's up and I can just kind of flick it out there to right. Hopefully I beat that out and don't get thrown out from fucking right field. It's just about a Hall of Famer knowing what to do, Joey. That's all it is. It's simple. It's baseball. And these fucking assholes wanted Soto like they didn't even needed him. <laughs> right? Come on. I mean, one Soto this year against lefties, 229. Like, come on. It's yeah, never mind the fact that it's fucking same platoon sided. Overlook that. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if the Cardinals play the Braves in a best of five, Joey, how do you see that series going? Ooh. The best of five? Best of five. I can tell you right now, Redbird's probably flying away with the peace pipe. Wow. You think so? Mm. Think so. Mm. Damn, dude. Well, we'll just let's just break it down uh, game by game. So we got game one. Cardinals. I guess they're going to start Miles Michaelis. Michaelis, right? Michaelis. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on it. Mike Michaelis. He uh, he's going first. Tough matchup. Then we got Ain- uh, Wayne Wright going game two. He's forty nine <laughs> years old. Something like that. Game three. Coda Hudson. He mm-hmm. hasn't. Not he's walks thirty batters a Hudson, game. Hudson. It could be Piante or yeah, pl- pl- yeah, yeah, Piante. I believe. Piante and then uh, Stephen Matz on the IL. They have three starting pitchers. It's looking like mm-hmm. three starting. Pitchers. Oh, they just added Jordan Montgomery. Don't forget. Don't, oh, forget don't forget that, that they just had a Jordan Montgomery in a very, very justifiable trade by the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. So they have three and one third starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. So Seems they, like enough Braves, in a five game series. I mean, Braves, Wainwright's still having a good fucking year. He's, he's got a mid no, no, three. Joey, that's Joey just completely shitting on Adam Wainwright having <laughs> yeah. a great year at <laughs> age 30. 40. Whatever he's 40. He's 40. Well, he had a, he was good in the playoffs last year. I loved him in the booth. You know, he was really. Oh. He was killing it in the booth last year. Damn, you know what I mean? dude. I don't take offense saying. to that because I'm not a Cardinals fan. <laughs> that was that was great. That was cold-blooded. <laughs> that was cold-blooded. 
Jesus. He's got a family, Joey. He's a Hall of Famer. I have nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. Clearly. I've shown him nothing but respect. And listen, if you're a Cardinals fan, don't get mad at me. You guys beat the Braves in 2019. We all remember that. I mean, come on. You guys remember that fucking gave up 11 runs in the first inning? Damn, dude. But guess what? We don't have Fulton Evitz anymore. It's a different story. It's a different team. If the Braves played the Cardinals in the, in the playoffs, it, it would be over quick. Damn, dude. And that's not a hot take. That's just kind of common sense. Damn, dude. That's what? crazy that you feel that way. Hey, any, hey, anything can happen. Playoffs, you know. What? Anything can happen in the playoffs, dude. If you if you make it there. Whoa. Just gotta get there. Whoa. Just gotta get there. All right, Dallas, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Dallas gotta go. All I gotta right. go. I got a pediatric appointment not oh, for me i had a baby bam, bam, my bam. small child <laughs> oh yeah. yeah big baby daddy that's it yeah good for you dude breathing seeing smelling you know yep that old deal uh i remember Joey, those i'm sorry i'm sorry things went the way they went for the Don't atlanta braves it. and i'm Don't sorry worry. i'm sorry that in probably a week and a half it's probably gonna look a a lot like it did this this last weekend and that's uh, this last oh. week shit i forgot week it was five five games and four of them we lost um <clears throat> damn dude yeah jared sorry about what's <laughs> about just, to happen though because don't, don't be sorry to me i'm numb i don't i'm not paying attention man i'm out of it <laughs> take it easy on that thing joe thing. yeah he's Instead gonna end up <laughs> sucking it down god oh, damn good talk all right boys hey we'll uh we'll talk to you right dallas we go all right see ya that uh, guy's crazy man that guy's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that guy <laughs> he really thinks the mets are good it's really funny that's why i like dallas he's got good bits you know yeah this thing he doesn't believe, but he just says them, and it's right. great. Yeah, it really it's good to the show. <laughs> it, it's unfortunately it gives Mets a false sense of hope. It's kind of sick in a way, but yeah, definitely helps the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love that stuff. Mm-hmm. People love a good bit. The whole Mets bit Dallas yeah. does. What's your favorite Dallas bit that he does? Uh, the one about having a baby that's fucking made up <laughs> he just he just wants to leave every podcast early so he's like oh yeah i gotta take my baby for a walk yeah i mean how many i don't blame how many a's games can you watch <laughs> everyone, you need a break every, every once in a while yeah that's true <laughs> yeah i could see that yeah dallas has got some great bits <laughs> yeah He's uh he's an interesting cat, that guy. Mm-hmm. You know. Jake, what's your favorite Dallas bit? I love the one where he says he has to leave and then just still sits there and listens to everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're talking about me. Oh. Yeah, that's a good bit too. <laughs> yeah. He's full of them. He's full of them, that guy. And uh I'm full of AG1 right now. Yeah, because our next par- partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health and more energy. And now 
Been on it for a few weeks and I feel great. So what is it? <laughs> With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. And here's why I love it. I do four podcasts a week. I'm watching a million games a week. I'm traveling. It's tiring. Waking up and getting my AG1 gives me the energy that I need to talk to these fools and try to be entertaining and on my A game every single day. It's got all my vitamins and minerals I need in uh, one easy scoop serving. And now that I'm on the road more, often I bring the to-go-to packs with me uh, for the early wake-up calls, which the fucking room service came in here at like 6.15 in the morning and was like, hey, can we make your bed? And I'm like, no, no, you can't. I'm still in it. Clearly, the sun's not even up yet. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, which is a fact for $3 a day, less than $3 a day. Supports better health quality, uh, better sleep quality and uh, recovery, which is amazing. If you're working out, Joey, how many days are you in the gym on a weekly basis? Fucking at least five. I've been on the bike lately, though. Oh, you Peloton guy? Uh no, I don't have Peloton. I Just have a, a real, bike. real bike, but they yeah. have a uh, stationary bike at the gym. I've been pounding it out. I'm training for things to come in the future. So you're gonna need some AG1 for uh, better sleep quality and recovery. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. It's all you need. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune system-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Jared. That is athleticgreens.com slash Jared to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, Did you see the Mariners got a dog, dude? <laughs> they needed it. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? The Mariners are playing good ball. Like, who doesn't need a dog? Mariners are playing good ball right now. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you um, that that I'm gonna guarantee uh, the Mariners are getting into the playoffs because I feel if you're a Mariners fan, you're listening to this, you're gonna be like, dude, shut up! <laughs> Don't say that. But as of right now, the Seattle Mariners, oh my God, Joey, what do you think the percentage odds of the Mariners making the playoffs are entering play today, August 8th? I would give them like 72% chance. Higher. Really? Mm -hmm. According to what? According to who? Fangraphs. Okay. Uh, Then 81%? 83.5. Damn. Numbers don't lie. Yeah, dude. They have an 83.5% chance of making the playoffs. That's crazy. Last time they made the playoffs, I was in seventh grade. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The funniest stat ever is that they've ruptured more testicles in the past, I forget, 30, 40 seasons than they've made Mm. the playoffs. That makes sense. Adrian Beltre, right? Adrian Beltre. Uh, Who was it? Haniger missed like two yeah. years with the testicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, testicle's tough. That's a tough one to come back from. Uh, oh, they don't wear cups. No, well, Beltre doesn't wear a cup. 
which is crazy. How are you going to be at the hot corner wearing no cup? Just gets smoked in the balls. 83.5%. Um, but yeah, the Seattle Mariners went out and they, they got themselves a little, uh, little clubhouse dog. Jake, if you were uh, if you were the clubhouse manager for the Boston Red Sox, what what animal would you would you recommend that they get right now to turn things around? Uh, I'd probably throw a lion in there. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do something, brother. Yeah, it's it's kind of a wrap on that season, which is unfortunate. Um, what animal would you put in the Braves clubhouse, Joey? A fucking venomous snake. A venomous snake? Why do you you want to kill your own players? No, but we we would unleash it in the opposing team's clubhouse oh, when needed. Got it. And they're scary. I think in, there was one spring training going into 2015, maybe, and there was a snake that got loose in the Red Sox clubhouse, and Wade Miley just wrangled it. <laughs> I could probably find that. I mean, how many times have I tweeted the word wrangled? <laughs> I can't spell wrangled. W-R-A-N. There it is. G. March 16, 2015. Wade Miley wrangled a snake in the Red Sox clubhouse. Yep. That's some mad bum shit. Stop the fight. From this day forward, I don't want to hear any further discussion on who's the true ace of the Red Sox staff. Apparently, a snake got loose in the Red Sox clubhouse at JetBlue Park today, which prompted several players to climb on chairs and tables. While the rest of his teammates headed for higher ground, Wade Miley, the pride of Louisiana, grabbed that son of a bitch by the back of its neck, jumped in a golf cart with an anaconda riding shotgun, and drove it back to the woods of Fort Myers, Florida, releasing it back into the wild. Rick, Mor- Rick Porcello may have led the American League in shutouts last year. Joe Kelly might be throwing 99 miles an hour this spring. And Clay Buckholtz may have had one of the best starts to a Red Sox season in, his- in history in 2013. But you learn a lot about the mental makeup of your starting rotation when you let a snake loose in your clubhouse. He drove it back by himself? Mm-hmm. Guy just likes snakes. I guess so. I mean, He's, he's outdoorsman. He's, he's the swamp monster. Yeah, the Red Sox need him back. Yeah, he's uh he I think where is he right now? He was with the the Reds, he was with the Astros. He's just kind of bounced from organization to organization the last few years. It's in the Cubs. I don't think he's pitching though. It's probably hurt. Is he with the Cubs? Yeah, I think he is because I just by chance I had like a Wade Miley like fan club t shirt. And I wore it when we went to Chicago, just like a throwaway plane shirt. Yeah, he is with the Cubs. And we got there and the Cubs fans were like, oh, I fucking love that shirt. We love Wade Miley. It's like, he's still, he's still playing baseball. He's, he's got, got a sub three. He's got a two, eight, four, 19 innings, four starts. Good for Wade Miley. How fucking old was he in 2015? He was 28. Damn, he was just a young boy back then. I love those old guys just hanging around. You know who's doing that right now? Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto is like the best starter for the White Sox this year. Well, then Dylan Cease, yes. I don't know. Like, let me let me pull those numbers up side by side. Dylan Cease is fucking Cease is a beast. I don't know. Johnny Cueto has been dealing. 
and he gives you he gives you innings. Like I would I would venture to guess without looking that that Cueto has more innings pitched. Nope. Nope, he doesn't. Damn. Well, that's because that's not fair. Johnny Cueto has made 14 starts and Dylan Cease has made 22 starts. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, fucking Cueto. Cueto's been doing it like his last like his last like few. So what's he averaging for? His appearances per outing, it's like it's got to be. It's got to be north of six innings per start. It's been a down year for G- uh, Lucas Giolito, which is disappointing because I love Giolito. And Lance Lynn. And Lance Lynn. Giolito started off hot, though. He had like he I think who pushed his shit in. There was like one team that derailed his entire season. And then he's just been dog shit ever since. Lucas Giolito <coughs> uh, had a 2-6-3 ERA after seven starts. And then the Toronto Blue Jays got him for six. And then the Houston Astros got him for eight. And then the Blue Jays came back and got him for seven. And that's when his ERA was up to 540 from... 270 or 263 excuse me Uh, and then he's kind of just been mediocre ever since ever since because that was back-to-back starts Lucas Giolito uh eight earned against the Blue Jays I mean eight earned against the Astros seven earned against the Blue Jays yeah it's been rough he's had some real stinkers he's had some good ones in there um but he's had some pretty big stinkers to where his last time out, uh, his last time out was against the Texas Rangers yesterday. Five innings, six hits, one earned run, five strikeouts. That was the first time he got his ERA under five since the start of July. So it's been a tough go for, for Lucas Giolito. Boy, I'll tell you this much. People have kind of like... Uh forgot about the White Sox, I think that they're going to win the division. Whoa! Their, their schedule to end the year is hilarious. Soft. It's hilarious? It's a lot of Royals. Mm. And it's, oh, their division is hilarious, so it's like, that's kind of like, you're playing in the division, it's not a tough opponent. They're playing the Royals like three f- more series. The, I think they're playing the, the Royals. Are Royals. Right now, the Orioles aren't bad anymore either. They're playing Oakland twice, like two more times. Arizona. If they don't win the division, bro, like, then it is really sad. Are you trying to say only, the Royals aren't good? <laughs> yeah, I am saying the Royals aren't good. That's just not true, dude. I said it. I'm the only only one who has the balls to say that the Royals are bad. Hmm. Interestingly enough, to your point, the Chicago White Sox have a 34.1% chance to win the division. The Twins, just 41.3%. Then you got the Guardians at 24.5. So, I mean, that's that division's still a toss-up. Entering play on Monday, uh, the AL Central picture looks like this. The Twins, 57 and 51, have a one-game lead on the Guardians who have a one-game lead on the White Sox. 
So the White Sox are in third place, but they're only two back of the Twins. I mean, that division sucks. Like, objectively, it's a very bad division. But, uh, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would throw some money down. Maybe I'll do that while I'm out here. Throw some money down on the White Sox to win the division. Hey, I already did it. You I did? already got it. A few weeks ago, they had some they had good odds, <laughs> and I was looking at their schedule. I was like, there's no way they can be this bad. Where'd you get them at? I think, like, plus 160. Damn, dude. Good for you. But what happened to them? All their players suck now, man. Yeah, it is tough. They're not like, like their window was wide open for a second where they were like, all right, we got all these guys coming. We get all these guys already in place. These guys are under contract through 2023. These guys are under contract through 2024. And this was in 2020 that we were talking about this. Yeah. So we were talking about the White Sox window being wide the fuck open. And uh, it's... It's been disappointing outside of really, I mean, that 2020 season, they were great, but it was a shortened season, fake season, whatever you want to call it. Um, They did not make it to the league championship series last year. And this year they're in third place and kind of just hovering around. Like, And I'm, I might actually do that. I might, I might uh, throw some money behind the White Sox winning the division, but like if just because they win the division, they're still going to get fucking throttled by whoever they ma- get matched up against. Yeah, and probably. But even look at the lineup, like Abreu, who's hitting well. Tim Anderson mm-hmm. was an all star. Luis yeah. Robert, Robert doing all right. He's all right. He's doing PDs. all right. Eloy, I think he's been hurt a lot. Uh-huh. But even him, when he plays, he's hitting all right. Doing good. Like, I want to say. Friday night, Thursday night, one of those nights was like the first time pretty much all year the White Sox have had like a full healthy lineup. Like everyone was back, ready to go. Yeah, they're definitely going to win it all. Do you think they're going to win the championship? (laughs) They're going to get a ring. The division ring. Did you know they give ALCS rings, NLCS rings? I do know that. Yeah. (laughs) That was fucking geeking me out. Who was it? It's very loser mentality to like do a ceremony for it. Some teams have done that. But they did that. Who was who it in the Red Sox? Uh, Who's on the Red Sox? Who was on the Astros last year? And they like met him in the field. And they gave him his ring. Who? Before the game and batting practice. I think it was against the Red Sox. I was like, you get a ring for that? What? Wait, Could- what? Someone was Someone was on the Red Sox this year that was on the Astros last year? It could have been a different series. I'm probably conflating them because of Vasquez, the acquisition that went down in batting practice. Right. And then the ring handover that also happened in batting practice, but it could have been different batting practices. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, The Philadelphia Phillies. Really quick, I want to talk about these Phillies. They set a franchise record with 14 home runs in their four-game sweep of the Nats. And uh, our Doesn't boy count. Reese Hoskins, he hit a homer in four straight games in, in, that, in that little series here. So I went back and looked because I was like, damn, I feel like, uh, I feel like we have another case of a team taking off once they don't have Bryce Harper anymore. And I love Bryce Harper. I, don't, I saw someone say, oh, do you think it's because 
he's a cancer in the club. I said, Shut the fuck up. The Phillies are exponentially better if Bryce Harper is there. It's just, it's a timing thing. It's a coincidence thing. It has nothing to do with Bryce Harper being there and not being there. The Phillies just kind of, they fired their manager, which fired up the boys. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Like the Phillies fired up the boys by firing uh, Girardi there. And they, what well, they, they released Didi, put Stott in there. They're making some moves. So since Bryce Harper, because he got, I think he got injured in the fourth inning of that game on June 25th. Uh, since Bryce Harper got hurt, the Philadelphia Phillies are 23 and 13. 23 and 13. They entered play that day two and a half games back of a wild card spot um, with, I believe, Three teams in front of them. And they enter play today. Because the Dodgers swept the, swept the Padres. They're the second wildcard team. They have a half game lead on the San Diego Padres holding the second wildcard spot. And uh, they're three and a half back of the Atlanta Braves. The wildcard Braves. Yeah, people have been sleeping on the Phillies. You know what's crazy about the Phillies? What? According to war, they have the eighth best bullpen in the league this year. In Major League Baseball or the National League? In the in baseball. In baseball. Everyone sucks so much shit about their bullpen. They fucking because well, they bullpen did suck. Been, their bullpen <laughs> sucks for years. I know, but this year they're actually not bad at the bullpen. Yeah. Their bullpen was historically bad in like 2020 and a little bit of 2021 there, but even this um, year, they remember they're blowing every single game in the first two months of the season. Yeah, and it was like sell the team, they're trash. But you look back, and all of a sudden, they're actually above average. The Philadelphia, you know what? I'll say it: the Philadelphia Phillies are good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're seventh. They're seventh in the big leagues in run differential. You get the Dodgers, Yankees, Astros, Mets, Cardinals, Braves, and then the Phillies. They're better than the Blue Jays. They're better than the Brewers, than the Padres, the Twins, the Rays, the Giants, the Mariners. The Mariners are all about fun differential. They're not about run differential. Mm. The Mariners, they just got a dog. The Mariners have a plus 18 run differential, which you would look at that and be like, well, that team's not very good, but they are. The Red Sox fucking suck. They have a negative third. This team sucks. I fucking hate this team. Like, what a disappointment they've been. I predicted it, but... You said the Red Sox were going to suck this year? I said if they lose all their pitchers, then yeah. Yeah. They've had so many injuries. They've had so many injuries. But on top of that, they just fucking suck, too. I'm so mad at the Red Sox. And they're losing Dennis Eckersley. Did you see that, Jake? Yeah. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what they're going to... Oh, man. I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about Goslings. I just want to talk about Goslings. That's all. When they do a rebuild, they usually fire the announcers. Or they part ways. That's just what I'm saying. That is true. They did do that. 
Uh, they they were in last place in 14, last place in 15, and then they fired Don Orsillo. Yeah, that's it's a weird thing that teams do. Like when they start like getting a new teams, they start selling. They'll like fire their announcers for whatever reason. They want yeah. a new vibe. Dave O'Brien's calls were noticeably bad in Kansas City, though. There, it was back to back. Like I think Bobby Dahlbeck hit a two run home run that tied the game three three, and it sounded like the other team hit the home run. It was actually horrible. Let me see if I can find that call, actually, because I, I want you to I want you to listen to this, Joey, and I want you to tell me what you think. What night was that? That was probably fucking Friday. Yeah, Friday. My God, Joe. All right. This call. This this is the home broadcast. This is the home broadcast calling a game-tying home run. If I can fucking find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. Yeah, he's a real athlete. High fly, right center. Taylor, that one looking up, looking up, and that ball is gone. Home run. Bobby Dahlbeck with number 11. Good job, Bob. Carrying and carrying out to right center field. A two-run shot to tie the game. Like, there could not have been less energy in that call. Well, you know, he's just mirroring, mirroring, mirroring the attitude and the energy coming out of Boston right now because... uh, I get it, but, I mean, that's definitely not an isolated incident. There's been plenty of times where it's like, you got you got to be more excited than that. It's a game tie in Homer, dude. You know what I mean? Like get it, get as excited for that home run as I am when Jake goes to the fridge and pulls out a couple dark and stormies. Let's go, Jake. So I'm saying, because we all know the power of an MVP. They make good teams great, and the folks at Gosling's Rum know a little something about MVPs. All the most valuable fans and super fans across the world who have made the Gosling's Dark and Stormy one of the most popular cocktails on the planet. That delicious combo of smooth Gosling's Black Seal Rum and spicy Gosling's Stormy Ginger Beer cannot be beat for a summertime cocktail. Visit goslingsrum.com to get Gosling's products delivered right to your doorstep and get $15 off your order of Gosling's Rum, Ginger Beer, or Dark and Stormy cans using the promo code Draft Kings 21 and over only, and please drink responsibly, Joey. Sir. I know you I know you'd be responsible and shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, do you have the Phillies making the playoffs? Oh yes. You do. You are you like a big Phillies honk? Uh <laughs> my Phillies honk. I will say, I mean uh, I think my hatred towards other teams really like um, changes on how big of a threat they are to the Braves. Yeah, that's fair. And so the Phillies have been kind of a laughing stock the past few years, mm-hmm. so they're kind of endearing. And I do like the the uh, rough and tumble Phillies. How shitty their fans are. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh. The Red Sox, I think, were at like a 25-ish percent chance when we recorded last night, right? They're, just that one loss on Sunday brought them down to 16.3% to make the playoffs. 
Well, the Phillies should make the playoffs. They have the, what, fourth highest payroll? I mean, then they have a bustling lineup. The they Red should Sox make the playoffs. A huge payroll, too. Yeah, they're all in the IL, brother. I mean, people, it, it, it's definitely the mob mentality on the internet. Like, one person says one thing, and then everyone just kind of goes with it. People are like, oh, yeah, like, I won't give baseball is dead a chance because Jared just talks about the Red Sox the whole time. I fucking never talk about the Red Sox on this show. No, you refuse to because they've been so bad. Even but now when they're that- good, I don't, really, I don't really ever talk about the Red Sox on the show. Like, I have a Red Sox show to talk about the Red Sox on. And then there's one dude tweeting me. He was like, like what if I don't... You, talk, like, you, you don't talk about the Red Sox on Baseball is Dead. Like, I want to hear Red Sox takes on. I'm like, all right, well, I have a Red Sox show. Like, well, not everyone listens to both shows. It's like, well... <laughs> If you really care about what I have to say about the Red Sox that much, then I feel like you should listen to the Red Sox show. Fair or unfair? That's, that's fair to me. That's fair, dude. I mean, this guy has, he talks about everything. That's what I'm saying. Just got to pick your spots. You just got to be ready. Um, do you, what do you think about Daniel Vogelbach? I think he, <laughs> I love Daniel Vogelbach. <laughs> He's a big ass like, dude. You think he's big? I think he's fat. You think big and fat? Is he is he thick? Yes, Jared. He's thick and he's fat. He's. I don't think he's fat. Well, you know that is probably the hottest take you've ever had in your life. He's I don't think fat. Daniel Vogelpie like, is. Can do you hear yourself Vogelpie? talking right now? <laughs> I, I think, think if, Daniel. If Daniel Vogelbach, if if he were shirtless in front of you right now. And and you just slapped his belly. It would it would sound and feel like a giant stick of salami. <laughs> like you're thinking you're thinking like a trash bag full of like mayonnaise. No, I'm thinking a giant stick of salami. It's it's obviously thick, but it's fucking dense. Listen, he has an impressive athletic build. Doesn't mean he's not fat. You can be fat and jacked. He's like I don't he's, he's not even jacked, fat, but he's though. fat, but he's, you know, he's built. He's got muscle, but he's fat. You can't say yeah. he's not fat. If you say Daniel Volk <laughs> is definitely fat, man. <laughs> he's 300 pounds, bro. Yeah, but it's it's dense just mass. Like I get what you're saying because if Daniel Vogelbach wasn't fat, he'd still look pretty fat. <laughs> With that being I'm gonna, said, well, I'm going to see him today. I'm going to see him today at batting practice, and I'm going to be like, "Dude, take your shirt off. <laughs> let me let me slap that thing around, and then I'll I'll report back to you what it looks like and feels like." He he is an impressive athlete. Yeah, and you're trying to you're trying to undermine him. Say he's fat. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. even a diss, dude. I'm body positive. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but you can't just like look at him and be like, yeah, he's not fat. He's not overweight. He's fat. He's athletic. He's felt. He's felt. He's he's felt. He's athletic. He's a professional <laughs> athlete. He's a yeah. specimen. The guy can hit a ball probably five billion feet. I mean, imagine him in little league as a twelve year old. Um. Yeah, he probably he probably does. He probably did some damage back then. He did some damage back then, dude. Yeah. He's probably 9 like 250. He's uh also heard he was a Braves fan growing up. Big Chipper Jones fan. 
Mm. <laughs> Daniel Vogelbach's not fat. That's hilarious, bro. Mm-hmm. He's fat. It's not this. He's fat. He's jacked. He's fast. He's I don't think he's fat. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I don't think Pablo Sandoval's fat either. Doesn't mean it's true. Oh, no. He's fat. Not fat. No, Pablo's fat. Pablo Sandoval's not fat. Are pandas fat? Uh, yeah. They're that's fluffy. Just, no, that's just how they look. You think if you shaved a panda that it would be... Not fat. I'm you, saying, you ever seen a panda with abs before? No, I haven't. You're right. <laughs> Good point. Thank Have you ever seen Dana Vogelbach with abs before? I've never seen him with no shirt on. I don't know. I'm going to Google it right now. What if, what <laughs> if he took his shirt off and he just had giant abs? I don't know. I'd marry him. I don't know. If, if Dana Vogelbach had a six pack, <laughs> he'd be the most famous person in, on earth. Do you think so? Yeah, it would be, just be like he'd be, they'd, he'd be in, in the circus. Mm. This 400 p- pound man with the body mass index of 30% mm-hmm. has a six pack somehow. I think he's got a very low percentage of body fat. Why'd you laugh? Because it's not true. Look up pictures of him. That's it. I follow him on Instagram. I've, I've followed him on Instagram for a long time. And you don't think he's fat? No. Well, his whole persona is his whole identity is being fat. <laughs> You're kind of ruining the, the thing, the, the lore. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at some of these pictures on his Instagram and he looks he looks pretty like just he's he's thick. Well, yeah, you look thick on Instagram too in real life or not. Oh. You look like you're jacked, you're on Instagram you're not. On Instagram I'm not jacked or in real life I'm not jacked. In real life you're not. Oh. It's fake news. Instagram's fake news. Everyone knows that. Damn, dude. I don't know. I'm I'm really struggling to find a picture on his Instagram where he looks fat. He just looks like a big, <laughs> big boy. There's no such thing of a picture of Daniel Hogelbach where he doesn't look fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. Dude. He could be fatter. I mean, like, I don't want to <laughs> sound like I'm hating on him. Like, no, he's jacked. He is Jack, dude. He's both. He's both at the same time. The guy is a fucking <laughs> unit. Yeah. Don't fuck with Logie. Yeah, he's he's, he's got jacked. A, he's he's just a thick boy unit. He's like a villain in a baseball movie, like in a baseball movie where it's like the kids in the little league and they go against like the big scary team. It's like him, dude, just fucking twelve years old with a big dip in his mouth and <laughs> spitting around. Yeah. Mean mug in the picture. Is this Kyle Schwarber next to him? The fuck? I think it is. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber fucking catching. It's Daniel Vogelbach kept in, in the same dugout as Kyle Schwarber from October 24th, 2016. 
damn i'm way down on this instagram now if i'm looking at pictures from 2016. all right um hey uh, go braves this week i'm looking forward to the two game set <clears throat> what do you got what do you got for a prediction you think you're taking both yeah i think we'll i hope so you think so if you guys can't beat us then it's looking real bad hey man you know it's a long season crazier things have happened mm-hmm. but uh yeah i think we'll take both i mean fucking you know we're not playing good right now we're we're either of you guys but yeah no we're not i wouldn't be surprised if we if we i would be surprised if we lose both i wouldn't be surprised if we split now we're gonna lose both all right yeah you're gonna lose both we're gonna smack you around yeah mark my words we're losing both all right all right I'll take it to DraftKings, baby. Please do. <clears throat> Please profit from my pain. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, Jake, any final thoughts? Jake's takes? Uh, I don't really want to talk about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either, dude. I kind of just... I kind of just want to skip to the playoffs. I'm tired of watching this fucking team every night. So, all right. Um, we'll be back on Thursday, as always, and we'll catch you then. We go.